How do you win when you've been knocked down? Everybody likes to tell you to just get back up and keep fighting, but that is also easier said than done. Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership consultant. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I'm kind of geeking out a little bit. I have to be honest with you. Um, and it's one of those things that when I thought to do it for this show, I couldn't believe I had hadn't thought to do it earlier because one of the like totally nerdy dorky things about me is that I am obsessed with sports analogies or really motivating like um sports speeches in movies. I was a diehard fan of the TV show Friday Night Lights. Um, and there were so many awesome speeches and motivating um, moments in that. And I always laugh at myself because I know on the show and in, you know, and in conversation with my colleagues, I'm often like joking and making fun of the entrepreneurial quotes and how people like to make themselves feel better with quotes. But I do think that there are so many powerful lessons in conversation conversations that can happen from the really great sports movies, from the really great sports moments. And um, in high school, I wish I kept it. I didn't keep it, my friends. I really wish I had. But in high school, I had this little spiral um, binder of sports analogies all the time. Like just because you're, you know, it's the bottom of the ninth and bases are loaded, et cetera, et cetera, right? I always came up with these comparisons because sports have always been this thing that are a little bit for me. I'm not particularly athletic. So sports for me have always been something that I've been a spectator in way more than a participant. So on the outside looking in, when you're not actually in it and on the field, sometimes it's easier for me to get the lessons. And one of the um, sports movies that I am totally obsessed with is um, the Rocky series, Sylvester Stallone. I, you know, I did boxing for several years back in Boston, so I really got into boxing. And then, um, you know, sort of who doesn't love a good Rocky movie? But um, there's this quote in this movie clip from Rocky Five that people love to kind of toss about and talk about. And I realized that in all the episodes I've done, I've never done this on the show and I get to do it today. So we're going to dive into a scene from Rocky Five where Rocky is talking to his son and here's the quote that he, you know, sort of drops and, you know, puts in front of his son and his son then has to figure out what to do, you know, do with it next. I'm going to have a conversation with you about how you take this motivating scene and how do you take this inspiring moment and turn it into action in your own life. So here, here goes and then I'll find you on the other side. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place and I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to get hit as hard as life. But it ain't, it ain't about how hard you're hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And I 
I remember just for so many reasons loving this scene and I've watched it on repeat on YouTube a thousand times. And, you know, it occurs to me that we say that all the time. Well, just get knocked down and get back up and failure is a lesson and et cetera, et cetera, right? And we all want to kind of vomit in our mouths a little bit every time we hear somebody say that because it's not that easy and it's not that simple and failure kind of sucks. And when you have been knocked down, when you have shown up and done your best and got sucker punched, it is going to hurt. And I think one of the first things that we have to pay attention to, if we're really going to look at this messaging, if we're really going to look at this conversation, is the fact that where the entrepreneurial space fails us is that it doesn't validate the hurt. It goes, yep, you've been sucker punched, stand back up. Well, who the hell can do that if you haven't been trained repeatedly in an endurance style training? Who can be sucker punched and just bounce back up? We all need time to revert. Uh, re- I'm going to say that word wrong. Reverberate. Like it, we need that like bounce back time. We need that time to catch our breath, to make sure that our neck is still attached to our head and that our neck is still attached to our back and our back is so forth. We still need to know that we're together, that we've made it, that we're okay, that we didn't die. And I think a lot of times the reasons why moments like this movie seen in quotes like this when they pass momentarily make us feel good and then don't is because we miss the step of validating the hurt of how much it sucks, how much we didn't want it, how unfair it is. Because we do absolutely see people go through life on on easy street. We see it all the time. And we never say like, yep, sometimes it's really just not our turn. But I think an important part of getting back up is validating for ourselves that it really effing sucks in the meantime. That you tried your best, you made your best decisions, you put your best foot forward in the thing you wanted you didn't get. Then you have to do a reevaluation. Like now that this has happened, now that I've put my best self out there, now that I've put all this effort in, all this time, all this training, and it didn't work out for me, do I still want it? Because that's the next missing step. I think people forget this part, that anytime you've been sucker punched, you get to decide, is boxing really for me? (laughs) Like, do I really want my life to be getting hit in the head? And you get to decide accordingly. And I think that when people talk about being knocked down and being back up, like suddenly you were supposed to, even though you now know that this thing you want, this dream, this goal, whatever it is you're aspiring to, is going to come with an occasional knockout, you're supposed to immediately know that you still want it, you're still going after it, and you're still going to go and get it. And I think that so much of what is going to empower us and inform us on what we can and are willing to do next is if we take a moment, a beat, a breath to decide for ourselves, what do we want now? Now that we know it can hurt this bad. Now that we know that it can be this hard, is this still something we want? Because if we don't do that, 
Then we're not in control and we have given up the driver's seat of our life and the driver's seat of our business instead of really taking clear evaluation on this. So what I encourage people to do is when you've been sucker punched, when you did your best and you got knocked down, when you tried your hardest and it didn't work out, when you asked for the sale and someone said no, you get to be bummed out. You get to be disappointed. You prepared for the call. You thought you had all the arguments down. You get to be disappointed when what you thought would work doesn't work. And you get to validate that, that you did your best. Then, of course, you're going to want to look at like what you could have done differently. But a part of that evaluation process really does have to be, given that I know that this is now part of the story, do I still want it? And, you know, and this kind of reminds me back of my residential days that like when I started working in residential treatment for kids, I thought I was going to be a lifer. I thought I was going to do it on day one of my job. And 50 years later, I would still be doing the gosh darn same thing. And was it naive of me to say at 22, I had figured out what I wanted to do for the rest of my life? Of course it was, but I was 22. And I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, I'm giving up weekends. Like I gave up Friday nights. I gave up Saturday nights. And then um, in one epic month, I had to go either to the ER or to my primary care for bites because kids had become incredibly aggressive and I had been bit seven times. And of course, if you are going to be doing the job you think you're going to do forever and you get bit seven times in 30 days, you might reevaluate your career choice, right? And I think sometimes we don't allow for that re reevaluation process. We don't allow ourselves or give ourselves permission to say, okay, now that I know that this is a part of the story, do I still want it? Because I think in the entrepreneurial space and in the business space, that is aligned with quitting. And we don't want to be seen as quitters. We don't want to imply that we're quitting. We don't want to apply that as soon as it got tough, the tough got going. Rather than saying like, yes, this is tough. And any path I choose for myself is going to be tough. But this is the path I'm choosing for myself. And then before you get back up and you start fighting again, you got to kind of get a sense of what your plan is now. And now Rocky, he doesn't have that advantage, right? Like in those fights and in those moments, he's got like three minutes rest in between rounds, or maybe it's even two minutes rest. I forget now. I thought it was three, but I digress. Um, and you you don't always have in the, in the moment, in the heat of the moment of crisis, like a boxing match or something in your life, you are not going to have enough time to come up with the game plan, but you can take the time and take the beat to take in some breath and see like, what is it that I want to do now? Where do I want to go? How do I want to do this thing differently? What's going to work? What's not? And reassess the game plan. Because I think a lot of times if you've fallen and been encouraged to get back up, the next thing is, is you go and you try doing something that isn't all that different from what you tried the first time and it didn't work. And then the last piece to this, and this is really, I think what's being spoken to in this movie scene and in this quote, is he's speaking to resiliency. He's speaking to being able to bear the weight and the burden that comes with chronic disappointment. 
that comes with when you've been knocked down and you have to get back up and then you get knocked down again and you have to get back up. How do we build resiliency? And one of the last pieces in this, that again, this isn't what's talked about and this isn't what's pimped about in the entrepreneurial space in your Instagram feed is the idea that you have to call upon the other times in your life where you have been resilient, where you have shown up for yourself, where you have sort of learned the lesson to figure out what were the tools you used, what were the strategies you tried, what worked, and simply to tune into those moments of resiliency. So many people make the mistake when things get hard and they decide to move on or go forward or get back up. They don't actually catalog that ability to get back up as a win and as a success. So then when they get knocked down again, they have no idea how they did it. They have no idea what the process is. They have no ability to tune into the last time it was really hard and you didn't know what to do and you figured it out. And that's really ultimately what, you know, in the sports world is going to make a successful boxer, but in the business and personal realm space is going to make a more resilient person to be able to sort of change the game plan when needed, to keep an eye on the goal and to assess things and to choose and determine your path rather than feeling like you have to kind of robocop it and just be like knocked down and instantly come up without changing Um, your mind or changing your plan or validating the fact that yes, you are capable of starting over. Yes, you can reboot, but you don't necessarily want to. I think it's a multi-tiered, multi-layered approach that tends to sometimes get oversimplified, which is why people feel good in the moment when they see movie scenes like this or find quotes like this, but then struggle with implementing them into action. I'm hoping today that um, this is just the first of a few more. I don't think I'm going to weigh you down with multiple sports analogy episodes in a row. Maybe what I'll do at some point is collect more sports analogies and just do one single episode. You certainly can send me your favorite quotes if you'd like. Um, I know that um, I've already ranted to you guys before on how um, if you build it, they will come as nonsense, that you can't just build it and expect it to come. You have to open the door, invite people in, and invite them to the sale. So we're two sports analogies in at least maybe more into a 200 episode plus podcast. Happy to enjoy um, a conversation with you offering some more. So if you have questions, thoughts, comments, or concerns, do send them my way. My inbox is strikingly empty these days, my friends. I would welcome your question and would be happy to offer my two cents. You can find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for today. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.